In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian almost succumbs to lung failure due to some bear story. And we both answer a great question from a listener. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I am Brian Neal. You're the boss job. I love <laughs> if you yeah, we talk about this too much probably. Yeah. This is our little hobby. We love radio things. And Bill, radio, DJing is really mostly about timing. Uh-huh. And there's a there's a feel most good DJs have. There's this timing. There's, and you can hear it when you listen to the radio. And we just counted down and Bill started the music at the perfect time and then hung on to the last line at the perfect time. It's really, really good and fun. Anyway. Well, before we get into the geekness, uh, <laughs> products on our uh, website, you can go to uh, advancedsellingpodcast.com. Two things there. One is a program called All In. It's a comprehensive training solution for salespeople. It's an audio program, about three hours long. It's an awesome program. Brian and I went in the studio here a few months ago and did it. Also, there's the resource toolkit that includes emails, questions, frameworks for calls, things like that that are really interesting too. And the resource toolkit has things we've already done for you. Yeah, right? it's, got, it's got email it in email it. Email it, the book. It's is, got a 21 emails, pre, sales emails already written yeah. for you. But yeah, yeah. I highly recommend you go buy those things. So this is uh, Mailbag Monday. So yes, every, it is. Uh, every Monday we try to either answer a question that's posed by a listener or yep. we take, today we've got a voice memo question that we came do. in from uh, Michigan. Those are my faves. Yeah. Did you read the uh, uh, article in the paper about the guy who was being mauled by the bear? Did you see? <laughs> I don't think it was I a, read About that. two months ago, I was out no. in Colorado somewhere. It was being mauled by a bear and as he was being mauled, you know, you never know the whole bear thing. You never know whether to play dead or get big. You know, it's that. <laughs> and the idea there is that the black bear, I think you want to get big and the brown bear, you need to play dead. So it's it's like a catalog yeah, I'll, of information. I'll, I'm sure through, I'll remember that as I'm turning around to well, a frothing. Here's what mouth. this guy says. As he was being mauled, he remembered uh, an article that he read about how you have to sh- <laughs> About how you have to shove your fist <laughs> down, <laughs> down the bear's throat because they have a gag reflex. And he did it, and the bear scurried off. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was on TV. God. Yeah. It, was, it was on the web, so it must be true. Okay. But so, yeah. So, <laughs> did Mark. What am I going to do? The next guy gets small. He's like, how'd you know what to do? He's like, well, <laughs> he lost his arm. He lost his arm. He was fine until he shoved his. He goes, well. <laughs> He says, well, I listen to the Advanced Selling Podcast, and I learned on the Advanced Selling Podcast that you're supposed to shove your fist in the bear's mouth, and I did that, and the bear bit my hand off. So there's that. Oh, dear goodness. Sometimes the mood just hits you, doesn't it? (laughs) So... See all this great so, information you can get. We have a lot listeners. of listeners in Colorado. <laughs> we do. We, I did. Know we, do. we did. We did. <laughs> we don't anymore. They all we'll just probably get some corrections there. But anyway, probably. Interesting. Gosh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get to our mailbag, we have a word from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. They used to say that back in the fifties and sixties, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, Tis the season, friends. It is Christmas time, is it not? Yep. And uh, whether you're sending packages or gifts to your friends and family, more importantly, good salespeople do this. They send. Holiday gifts. We oh, can't yeah. say Christmas, right? No, we keep can't. It PC. We know what we mean. They send holiday gifts to their customers. And it can be a massive pain in the butt to do that when you have so many other things to get done until now, thanks to stamps.com. 
Stamps.com turns your PC or Mac into your own personal post office that never closes. You just buy, print, official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, anything right from your computer and printer. Hand it to your post person, mail person, or just put it in your mailbox. You never have to go to the post office again. So if you're sitting at home, you're looking at gifts, you're sending things out, you're sending cards, holiday cards, and if you're a salesperson, I hope you're doing that, please do not go to the post office. There's no reason to do that. Stand in line. Waste all your time. Just go to Stamps.com. So right now, sign up at Stamps.com. Use our promo code, Advanced Selling, for the special offer, a four-week trial, which takes you right in through the holiday season, plus a $110 bonus offer that includes the postage and scale to measure all those boxes of chocolate that you're sending to your best customers. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in advanced selling. That's stamps.com. Enter advanced selling. I finally got rid of my postage machine. Did Thank you know God. It, took, it took us four months to negotiate what the whole deal was. It was awful. What happened? I will never do. I, can't, I don't want to tell you because okay. I don't want to get all fired get up all again. Fired up yeah. again. I just got, we I just, just cooled down. Laugh. We <laughs> just cooled down here. <laughs> But uh, no, stamps.com is awesome. We use it for everything. So anyway, you don't need to hear from us. You just try it. Just, just try go it. do it. Yeah. Go do it. Trust us. Okay. Um, here's our uh, question from the week. Yep. Hey there, Bill and Brian. Julie calling from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you both for doing this awesome podcast. And a big thank you to Kent Albrecht for getting me hooked on your podcast last June. Uh, challenge that our sales team is currently facing is selling big ticket items or items that are the most expensive within our industry. These large investments range from about $150,000 to $200,000. They are technology solutions we offer that take a few years to pay off, but have a proven ROI, of course. The sales cycle with these, we go through just the basics of a demonstration, offering events and hands-on opportunities, and then endless email, phone call, follow-ups, etc. Our prospects are resistant to investing in these technologies for several common reasons. The resistance tends to be the sticker price, the training and implementation. They're an older demographic and they don't see technology as vital to keeping their business afloat. But the key resistance, however, usually boils down to the idea of just changing what they've always done. We truly believe in these technologies and what they can do for our customers. We've successfully seen it help new users quickly grow their business and positively transform their experience as well as those of the customers that they deal with. You and Brian encourage us as sales professionals to think differently. How do we inspire our customers to do the same for us so that we can reach a mutually beneficial solution? Thanks, Bill and Brian, for all your awesome sales tips. I really look forward to hearing your thoughts on this one. Thanks. Was that Julie January or was that just no, that's that, real that's, Julie? That was really Julie, real Julie, and she doesn't mind. Uh, yeah, Julie is from Grand Rapids, and she's uh, all the people in her office listen to the Advanced Link podcast. Good. Hi, so you know. Grand Rapids yeah. office. Are they Michigan State or are they Michigan? <clears throat> now, that, now I started a war yeah, right it's, there. It's all over the place. It's either Sparty or Wolverine these days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a good, there's a lot here. What a, And good job, Julie, articulating Very the problem. Good. I mean, the, you, you learn so much about people by the way they uh, pose a problem to you in our business. I think you would agree, Bill. And people that are able to articulate a problem yeah. are usually the better ones that are, are that are able to solve it. So it's a really good little, uh, yeah. really good. If you're listening on how to articulate a sales problem to a sales coach, listen to Julie's little problem. That would be really good. So what did you, as she was... Uh, Sometimes when we're listening to someone like this, and this is why these voice memos are so important for us versus yeah. just an email. Yep. We love the email questions, and we'll continue to take them. But <clears throat> when you're listening to someone portray the question, there's there's a certain amount of instinct that starts to run, I think, in yes, you and I. Because we've heard sure. these questions so many for times. Sure. 
So what uh, you, why don't you tell me first what you heard in the question, and then I'll tell you what I heard, and, and maybe from there we can help her. This is good. And do you know Julie? Been I've never met her, but her I've been in one training okay, class online. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, what I like to do is listen to um, what we call the left-hand column in my peer group. We say this, the left-hand column. So if you, if you take a, uh, a uh, uh, yellow legal pad, and they're on the left-hand side, there are these little... Little, two little red lines that mm-hmm. kind of go down the length of the page, right? And there's like a little column off to the left. Mm-hmm. And as you're listen, looking at or listening to a problem or writing things down, sometimes you'll jump over to the left-hand column and write a little side note. Says, mm-hmm. Hmm. So never are, quite enough room. I never know, enough room. Yeah. But these are these is where the real where the f words come out, the feeling words we talk about. So Ooh. here's what I felt. Here's what I I, I sensed from her. Feel felt found. Yes, for sure. Coming. Yeah. Uh, the first thing was um, I sensed a smidge of frustration from her. Mm-hmm that she is frustrated because she knows how valuable this is and the people she's calling on just aren't getting it. Mm -hmm. And she's tried everything she knows to try. And it's still the same kind of battle each time I sense that. The other thing I sensed, if you listen to her tone, which she said, endless emails and phone calls. Mm -hmm. I said, what's behind that statement? Endless, it makes you feel like I'm dying in quicksand. Like I just keep emailing them and calling them. It's endless, it like never ends, right? And so there's uh, there are some definite uh, opportunities here. I think to to look at our own sales process differently, maybe to, like she said, think differently about yeah. this, and then also to get tactically into some of the the issues here. So that's what I kind of read in first and foremost. Did you hear her stomach growl halfway I did, through? The- <laughs> I did not, but I did I did hear she was probably going about, she was four, probably about- four, forty five and a thirty. That's what I was guessing. She was driving on the road. Yeah, I heard the police car. I love the, the ambulance. That's why she went that's off great. really quick. There. I love that. It's really good. Um, Makes it real. Yeah. I think she was in her car. Uh, The thing that I heard through the whole thing, and she said it, but she said it about halfway in and then didn't deal with it again. I think this is a big thing, and that is belief. Mm. That the customer does not have the belief, whether you're you're talking about price versus technology versus training versus results, the customer does not have the belief. So a lot of times belief to me, lack of belief can show up in a lot of different ways. It can yeah. show up with mob. You're what? Are you serious? I can buy this for a hundred grand. You're two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. It can show up like that. It can show up like, ah, we don't have really the time to train our team right now, Brian. So yeah. we're just going to hold off a little bit. So the question I think for this group, and at some point we can deal with, is how do you, how do you get somebody, or, or what kind of environment you can you create where somebody will change their belief? Mm-hmm. And I think that's got to at least be part of our answer at some point. Because if we can, we can change our process and we can change our email and we can, but until we understand how a person changes beliefs, I think it be, becomes hard. That's good. Now, here's a question I have back is uh, she has the belief, right? So she's really strong on it. And I feel like the people she works with are strong on it. So in other words, she knows that if this uh, customer invests $200,000 in her technology, she said, she said it's got a proven ROI, obviously, I think is what she said. Right, so it's, of course it's got a great ROI over a couple of years. The, the the question I have about the belief is the belief gap. So mm-hmm. it may not it may not be that the person doesn't believe her that it will work. It's the gap to how strongly she believes it versus how strongly that person does it and what they want to do about it now. So what I was thinking about, I, I wrote down change the path or change the way that she guides someone through that gap mm-hmm. because that's the part that makes them nervous. And it, she might want to take a look at, Julie, you might want to take a look at the pacing of, of the timing of, through the, of how fast you're going through the gap, right? Mm-hmm. So 
is she moving through it too quickly and or is she starting too far ahead as she moves down that path in the gap, right? So one thing is, I think we talk about this word acknowledgements. We've used this on the podcast before. These things that she was talking about, I, I wonder if she's saying these things to them up front. If she's saying things like, um, uh, to implement this new product or this new system, it takes a while. It takes a while for someone to figure out if they're even open to it or if they want to. And so my job is to help guide you down the path at your own pace that you're comfortable with. And you may want to bring the technology in on Tuesday, and you may want to bring the technology in in 2017. It doesn't matter to me which it is. It's my job that you're learning and growing and open to it along the way, so long as the, the, the buyer is still open to it. If they just full-blown shut so it down. What, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was it. That was, well, go ahead. So what was the idea of the gap? You said it's the gap because what I thought you were talking about was the gap between where the customer believes today and where he or she needs to believe in order to buy it. No. You're talking I, about her. Her. So here's the deal. So if um, if I come to you and say, Bill, if you, if you drink this special water, you're going to lose 100 pounds because I just did it. Okay. Because I just did it. I know it works. You're sitting there going, there's no way you can okay. lose 100 pounds drinking water. I'm like, dude, I just did it. I'm telling you, see how we're, we're apart. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I'm trying to show you to get you to take this new fat loss water, I've got to go back. And so what I have to do is go back and say, look, Bill, when I first started this program, I was extremely skeptical. I thought there's no way in hell I can drink water and lose weight. Mm-hmm. In fact, it took me six months before I decided to go in on it. Once I did, I was still skeptical. The first four weeks, I'm like, this isn't working. It's not working. I just stuck to it. I had faith in it. And look at me now. I lost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's her job as the salesperson to go back to where the person is. It's not the, the buyer's job to come to where she is mm-hmm. on the belief gap. Make sense? Yeah. And I think the hazard there is that we get way too far out in front of the customer yeah. when it comes to belief. Yeah. So this idea of staying behind the customer is yet another thing that we talk about a lot of times we talk about it talked about a lot in all in was how do you stay behind somebody who maybe is not moving at all correct so so these people are not moving at all one thing i i would suggest to her see what you think about this all right. is i need the soundboard for the you know <laughs> it it seems to me like if if i don't have if if my belief is not there so if you're going to sell me these glasses yeah. and i just you know you say that i can i'll be able to read twice as fast and see twice as clearly from a thousand but i don't believe you i think you need to figure out a way to put me in that solution right now as we speak almost like look in the event you buy these and i fully understand you're not you're not there yet you're not even yeah. close to there but yeah. in the event you buy them here's exactly the process you're going to go through yes. which i think you were alluding to a little bit or, or spoke and maybe i didn't hear it but put them there yes. you've got to help them say okay if you had this equipment that cost you $200,000 let me tell you what the next 5 years of your life could look like right and there's yes. going to be 20 hours of training and you're going to start to see after six months your revenue is going to increase and then there's going to be a blip and then you're going to and then after nine months you're going to find that your payments are five thousand a month and your profits ten grand a yeah. month and so yeah, exactly and, and I think the more specific you can be these aren't necessarily claims but these are just you envisioning the person using the equipment and helping them get there yes yeah and if you can use I mean to specifically do this and Julie may be doing this already uh, she probably has customers where she could measure that. She could have someone that's had this technology in for three years, and she can actually show them some real data, scrub it so so she doesn't so they don't know who the customer mm-hmm. is by name, and just say here are the real deals, right? Here are the revenues where yeah you know, at, at uh, a million, million one, and then as it started to flip, it went to a million three, a million five, and here's what it looked like. Yeah, here's the return. 
And then the trick here is the when you talk about like the behind ahead of leaning that sort of stuff is don't I don't want Julie I, this is different than I think we even I used to teach it I don't want Julie to give up on that um, strong conviction that this is worth it and we'll return ROI where I think in the past we used to say you may not buy it and it's okay it's like no no it this mm-hmm. thing is awesome and it will work and you're going to decide to buy it when you want to buy it and I'm here to facilitate that and meanwhile these other people have got it they would tell you the thing's freaking awesome mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. up to you does that make sense? So I don't want her to lose the conviction. Yeah, I would never. I, I uh, yeah, I would never suggest she say that. I, I think that staying behind to me is where the customer is not of the belief that they need to do anything yet. So you have to be right there with them because I would say, you know what? I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't do anything. Let's get into the numbers. Let's get into it. Let's discover together whether this is a good situation or not for you. Yeah. And if it is, awesome. We'll go forward. If it's not, we won't. But no, I would never propose she. You know, she she give up on it because this is this is too important. I mean, and and the other thing is, you know, we it's one thing to say, well, I I know I believe in it, but do you? Yeah. Do you yeah, really yeah. believe in it? Yeah. And it's one thing to say it, another thing to really believe in it. So, Julie, I would ask, look your look at yourself in the mirror and say, I know I believe at an intellectual level. Do I really believe emotionally that if they bought a two hundred thousand dollar unit, they're going to generate a half million dollars in, in income? Because if you do believe that, then yeah. you're going to pull out all the stops to make sure they don't necessarily buy, but they at least know that. Yeah. Interesting uh, litmus test for a salesperson here. And I pose this to Julie, and you don't probably, I don't know if you can even do this like mechanically. Ask yourself the question, would you put your commission at risk on this deal? So in other words, if she's going to sell a $200,000 yeah. technology and she's going to make 5000 bucks, would she say this, Dennis, I'll tell you what, um, I'll leave my five grand in the deal, my commission. And then if it works like I say it's going to work, you give me back 15 when we're done. Mm-hmm. So my skin's in the mm-hmm. game. I'm with you. And if it, that's a great question, isn't it? Yeah. And boy, you, yeah. You, you talk about having some conviction there. It's like, well, you know, I don't like, have that uh, much conviction. <laughs> I'm not sure. There's yeah. a lot of, not, there's not we do, a lot of things out of control. Can, can I get four now control? and maybe three exactly. later? <laughs> it's a fun little game to play, though, yeah. isn't it, right? To say, well, okay, would you let your commission right on? Are you that, are you that convinced? Yeah, and I would even say Great. that the company, and I, I don't know that this is a, a decision made at Julie's level, but if the company says, look, you do this for three months, and if you don't like it, we'll buy it back. Yeah. yeah so right. that's true commitment. So Beautiful. now it's no risk. Yes. I oh. love that. Ooh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing, this kind of went back to when, when she when she was talking about the follow-up. Again, I'm reading into her tone a little bit. and we I call these windows into the soul, these little tone things, is that... Um, if, if, if the emails feel endless, like, ah, done to done to done, you gotta, you gotta break that. You gotta like break that's it. not yeah. working. Right. Cause if they're feeling endless to you, imagine how they're feeling to yeah. the other person. Like, would you stop poking me? Leave me alone. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't need to feel just a nudge. It is just You're a right. nudge. Just a nudge. Just, hey, anything else? So, um, I would ask myself, how can I change that process so that it doesn't seem to me to be an endless treadmillish? Yeah. hamster wheel sort yeah. of thing that it's, it's a process I really look forward to that I really think is valuable to do you know I wrote down earlier the path what ask specifically so what does the person need to know to close the that uh, belief gap mm-hmm. what like what, what are the things you need to see learn understand even if the, it leads you to a no thanks answer what are specifically mm-hmm. the things you need to look at understand and then I'll provide those to you over time at your own pace and then at some point you'll say yeah or you'll say nay yeah Good. Julie, thanks for the question. That was an awesome question. And hopefully we gave you some things to think about. And for anybody who's in that, who's in that business of changing beliefs, 
or, or helping your customer change beliefs. I think there might be some things there. Go back and listen to it again. That's good. That's good. good. That does it for today's Mailbag mm-hmm. Monday episode. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, you should go do that right now. Just go to our ultimatepregame.com, ultimatepregame.com. You'll find it there. Check out the products page on our site. Also, you'll see there's a product there called All In. Highly recommend you buy that. What a great holiday gift for yourself to buy for your sales self for the holidays. Uh, and if you haven't done so already, join our LinkedIn group. We've got a wonderful LinkedIn group with about 52, 5,300 people there. AdvancedSellingPodcast.com slash LinkedIn. We will see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast.